live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Wednesday here in Sin City, and welcome to Wager Talk on the Sports Grid TV network. Welcome, Zumo viewers on Channel 719. Welcome to those of you listening on the iHeartRadio network and all of our podcast outlets. This is your Sports Central for Betters. I'm Ted Savransky, Teddy Covers, at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter. Joined by my co-host and good friend, Ralph Michaels, at Cal Sports LV on Twitter. And on today's show, it is loaded. NBA, college hoops, NFL, college football, breakdowns, recaps, discussions, theory, point spreads, trends, angles. Yeah, you're watching the right channel. Stay on the grid. Let's get into it. Bad beats, bad bets, and bad for the books. And we got to start off when Kentucky gets beat at home as 25-point underdogs or 25-point favorites uh, by the Evansville Purple Aces. Yeah, that's your lead story. Outright winner. They were, what, in the 40-to-1 range at the few books that had money line options available for 25-point favorites. Yet Evansville Gets the job done with a former Kentucky superstar beating his alma mater on their home floor. Certainly impressive. You know, what you take out of that is this Evansville team, Walter McCarthy's Evansville team, is the legit deal. Tell you what, against Ball State in their opener, they jumped out to a 37-18 lead at halftime. So Evansville playing great ball. Kentucky, again, just not sinking. And we see that with good teams that have a lot of new players like Kentucky does. And Teddy, we've got to mention one more upset. It didn't get the publicity Kentucky did, but Coppin State knocking off Loyola Chicago. Yes, Sister Jean, they were a 22 and a half point dog on the road. They ended up winning 76-72. Sure, Kentucky's going to get the headlines, but nonetheless, from a point spread perspective, Loyola Chicago getting beat Almost as dramatic as Kentucky getting beat. All that said, when we look at a team like Evansville moving forward, does this kill their value? You know, I always worry about the teams that I want to support, and then they pull off a high-profile upset early, and you're like, all right, what I thought I was going to get with Evansville, I ain't getting anymore. Do you think that's going to be the case for the Purple Aces? Is this a one-and-done? They got their upset win, but now the markets are going to catch up? Or do you think there may well be value moving forward with a team like Evansville, even after this upset win? I think there's still one more spot to find value because they play Indiana Kokomo, a lower division school next, and their next line game is going to be against SMU at home. And then they play East Carolina in a neutral setting. So, uh, you know, SMU is a name program that's going to get some notoriety. So I think there's still a chance to get some value at the Aces. We had one bad beat that really stands out last night, and you know what it came on. All right. I don't even need to tell you what it came on. It came on an under. All right. Western Michigan, Miami O was three to nothing with 10 seconds left in the first half. And then Western punched in a touchdown. So it's 10 nothing at the break. Yeah, well, the total in this game, what was that? What was that? What did that close at? Let me just check. Total in that game closed 64 and a half. You're three nothing with 10 seconds left in the first half. Yeah, it went over. <laughs> the the final the tying touchdown with, what, uh, 10 seconds to play uh, for Miami. And then 
the field goal and then the touchdown on the other end. And lo and behold, an under dies in overtime. We've seen a handful of real tough beats on unders. This was one of them last night. Unders will t- they may put money in your pocket, Ralph, but they could take years off your life if you had Miami O, Western Michigan under the total last night. So that was a tough one. If you had the TCU game under and you had the Western Michigan game under, go buy a lottery ticket because the game in God's owe you. <laughs> and that, that's the truth of it. Uh, one other game in college football to talk about from last night. And the Akron Zips went into last night's game 0-9 straight up, 0-9 against the spread. There were 17-point home dogs to a team that doesn't really score. And you click on the TV and they're down 35 to nothing and you start laughing. I started laughing. I'm like, oh, my God. The Zips are that bad. Yes, Akron is that bad at college football. And yet they took money before kickoff. There were 16 and a half all over the place yesterday. The wise guys love the Zips. You got to love a team that's consistent. And Akron is consistent. Uh, You know, the sad thing is anyone that turned that on and they watched Akron and they say, oh, my God, how bad are they? Well, you could say UMass is even worse. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm so tempted by UMass plus 40 and a half this week. I really am. Uh, you're going to have to talk me out of that one. Uh, bottom line, Zips again, uh, failed to win, failed to cover. Although they did score their first offensive touchdown since September in the second half of that ballgame after they were already down by six scores. But they did get one, so we'll give them credit. Um, so there was lots of news yesterday about the Pistons playing. There were flight delays leaving Detroit. They were on the second of back-to-backs. They got into Miami at 5.30 in the morning. There were tweets. The markets noticed. And the Pistons got crushed from the get-go. It was 14-2 in the, off the open. Blown out at halftime. And then all of a sudden, they kind of woke up in the second half. Made a rally late and made things super interesting. But one final bucket for Miami allows the Heat to get the money or to push. If you bet them first get half quarter, first half, you were fine. If you bet Miami full game, you ran into a team that played a great start to the game, but with the lead, the Heat had been known to relax in the uh, Eric's Polster era. That was certainly the case last night as the Pistons rallied late to make it very interesting ATS. 71 to 58 in the second half was what they outscored the Heat by. Uh, You know, it's one of those situations. If you monitor and see if these things occur normally, you might jump on Detroit in the second half. But, you know, these situations are always unique with travel. But, you know, I remember a few years ago, used to live for this kind of information. Now with Twitter, everyone has it at the exact same time, exactly when it happens. Yeah, exactly. That info used to be great to get. And you'd get those tidbits and boom, you bet them. 2019, the world has changed in that regard. One more to talk about here. Let's talk about Kobe White. Not often that one guy covers a point spread by himself. If you watched Knicks Bulls last night, and I did, I had a ticket on Chicago. And Chicago was in trouble to win the game at the start of the fourth quarter. Back and forth battle. No separation. And then Kobe White hit a three. And hit another, 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 and hit another. Seven threes in the fourth quarter, five of them in the row. The Bulls end up winning by 18. Kobe White covered the point spread by himself against the New York Knickerbockers. The NBA will allow that. Hoops will allow that. Some guy gets hot, it can cost you a bet, and it can win you a bet. When we come back, it's Wednesday. You know what we like to do? Line movers coming up next right here on Wager. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. It's time for line movers here on Wager Talk. And I'll tell you what, at this time of year, you have your choice of line movers to discuss. And the goal here, of course, when we in this segment, talk about where the money's going, talk about why the money is moving in that direction, talk about when it's best to make your wagers. Now, wait till closer to tip off or kickoff. The goal here, information. Making good decisions because, as we all know, the difference between winning and losing can be a half point. And when you make your wager is a key piece of that equation. So let's start in the NBA for tonight. The association, we've seen a significant line move in this one. Philly opened as road favorites at Orlando. But the Magic now up to two and a half against the Sixers. Joel Embiid expected to sit on the second night of back-to-backs. But this is more than that. 
This is more than just Embiid sitting. It's also a Philadelphia team tested down to the wire last night with Cleveland. Not playing great basketball on the road. Ben Simmons just back. Don't know what his minutes are going to be like this evening. And Orlando, for all of their straight-up struggles, Ralph, the Magic have elite-level defensive numbers through the first portion of the season. They just haven't been able to hit shots. The interesting thing is they haven't announced Embiid's out yet, correct? I mean, we assume he is for the most situations. He's off a monster game. But, you know, my guess is no, that he's out. It is the, he is out. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it is the combination of that. And I'm just going to say this. This is a little off topic. But Philadelphia had their hands full with the Cavs. The Cavs are completely buying into the system now under Beeline. They're 7-2-1 and one ATS. They have veterans in Tristan Thompson and Love who are melding with these young guards they have. So, again, when you play Cleveland now, you are going to be in a battle. That's exactly what Philly was in day-to-day. And they, of course, playing their old teammate, Marquis uh, Fultz, tonight. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm with you on the Cavs, by the way. I have a big buy sign on Cleveland. Moving forward, they have absolutely bought into Bayline, and Bayline teaches defense and offense very, very effectively. Just ask anyone who backed the Michigan Wolverines over the course of the last decade or so. They made a whole lot of money with John Bayline. We're seeing defense. Well, we're expected to see defense tonight. We've seen under money, Raptors and Blazers. Portland, they're in a world of hurt right now, losing last night in Sacramento. Toronto. Playing defense on a night-in, night-out basis, the market's expecting a defensive struggle at the Moda Center in Portland this evening. Yeah, is is it defense or is it lack of offense? But, you know, either way, you're, you're still getting some value with some of these inflated under numbers, and uh, I certainly can't argue with that line move. Yeah, sure. And, and we talk about Toronto. They... Even in L.A., uh, they they split two games in L.A., one against the Lakers, beat the Lakers, lost to the Clippers. Uh, And the game against the Clips, they scored only 10 in the fourth quarter. They just ran out of gas uh, in that contest. But the quotes after that game were, our defense was good. We're going to rely on that defense. The market's certainly pointing in that direction so far today. Let's shift focus to the NFL with a couple of line movers. This one's really stood out. Uh, Niners. Well, the markets don't like them this week. Nothing but Arizona money. Taking money as a dog in San Francisco. This was as high as 14. Now we're looking at 11 and a half. The 49ers injury report is downright ugly this week. And the offense didn't work after they lost basically every key skill position player they have in the first half uh, against Seattle this past Monday night. Yeah, you're on a short week. You're you're playing an opponent you beat already. They have revenge. We've seen that Arizona continues to play hard in the fourth quarter. And, you know, uh, credit. Kingsbury and Murray exceeded my expectations. And when you look at effort in the fourth quarter, it may be lacking in some Bengals games. It may be lacking in some Redskins games. It is never lacking in Cardinals games. Uh, that's very true. Uh, of course, defensively. Uh, uh, there's a big difference, a world of difference between Arizona's defense and San Francisco's defense. All that being said, the Niners' defense isn't healthy. They're coming off an OT loss, and you can certainly understand why Arizona has taken money early in the week. Let's talk college football. This is a Friday night TV game, and this one surprised me. And I looked yesterday. I couldn't find any reason for it, Ralph. Maybe you'll be able to shed some light, because I don't know. San Diego State was pretty good. 
They're the favorites in this conference. They lost last week, and now they are home underdogs to a Fresno State team that I don't think is as good as San Diego State. What's the deal with this line move? Well, the original line move I understand. Fresno State eight and one as a dog. San Diego State two and ten, two and eight ATS at home. Their last ten. You have a San Diego State team that can't score, but I'm surprised it flipped this much. I mean, I would make the game pick. San Diego State's played a very weak schedule, only the number one hundred and one schedule. While Fresno, you know, has played a tougher but not incredibly tough. Pick'em is my line, so I understand part of the move. I, I'm surprised that San Diego State went to home dog. Yeah, I mean, uh, my number had the Aztecs favored by four. So, for whatever that's worth, I was surprised by this number, and I was surprised by the move. And as best I can tell, it's opinion, not injury. Uh, I want to see if I can get any info on that Aztecs locker room, what happened after they lost last week to Nevada in a big upset defeat. Uh, let's talk about total Cincinnati has been an under machine all year. South Florida scored seven points last week and no surprise. We're seeing the Bearcats and the Bulls under getting steamed down to 47. No surprise for me at all. You're looking at yards per play, two teams that are number 63 and 96 on offense and number 32 and 42 on defense. So both teams with significant edges on the defensive side agree with the line move. Yeah, and of course, all the Bearcats want to do is win that game and get out of town. They are not a team that's interested in margins, and I don't know they're a team that's capable of running up margins unless their opponent simply cannot stop the run. While since the USF's under is getting steamed, the Air Force Colorado State over is getting steamed. That's sitting at 63 and a half right now. The Rams have no defense, and their quarterback play is decent. Air Force has a little bit of defense, but they've been able to create big plays out of their passing game and their running game so far this season. What do you make of this total getting steamed up in Colorado in November? A lot of times you worry about weather this time of year, but it looks like the weather further east this weekend. I, this is this is one I'm going to agree with. You know, I, I look at Colorado State and, you know, we know what Air Force is going to want to do. Well, if you're allowing over 200 yards per game rushing and over five yards per carry, that's not a good sign. And, you know, with Warren Jackson back in the lineup for Colorado State, 550 yards on the road at New Mexico, 500 yards on the road at Fresno State shows just how good that offense is capable of being. Yeah, I am seeing there's a chance of showers in uh, Fort Collins uh, this weekend, but a chance of showers is not snow <laughs> or heavy wind, uh, which would uh, potentially move the number. We've seen a big move on this one. Some books have even taken it off the board. Ole Miss money showing against Alabama. Their questions about Tua's availability for Saturday. Yeah, well, it was what up up a few points. It opened here. It, it got some Bama money early, and now it's come back down. I, I am not a fan of of Alabama in this spot. You know, one system I have um, that you know I mentioned on another show when AP top five teams lose at home as a favorite. They've only gone four and 14 against the spread covering 22%. So people think automatically it's a bounce back. It hasn't been that case over the last 10 years. And it was funny. <laughs> I was looking at examples for what Saban does off a regular season loss and what his teams do. And I went back through 10 years last night. 
There's not a big sample size for Alabama off a regular season loss. Uh, so, uh, but with Tua's injury, we have seen Ole Miss money today. One last one to talk about real quick. Nobody wants the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Badgers money pouring in up to minus 14 and a half in Lincoln. I think this sounds familiar. A couple weeks ago, we were talking about people were betting on the Huskers. And I say, well, how can you bet on the Huskers? They haven't done anything. Maybe now that's finally changed, Teddy. So people now realize how bad the Huskers are. Uh, To me, it has to be the biggest disappointment in college football this year. Certainly one of them. Nebraska has one point spread cover all year. The betting market's saying, don't expect another one this week as they take on Wisconsin. Although Wisconsin couldn't cover his double digit chalk at home last week against Iowa. When we come back, big game breakdown. We'll talk football tonight, NBA tonight, college hoops tonight, and stuff for the weekend. Stay tuned right here on Wager. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners and viewers of this show can get a deposit bonus up to $500. Here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Easy enough. Two, make a deposit. Easy enough. Three, place your first bet. Easy enough. And DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users. Plus, new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See your website for details. Big game breakdowns right now, Ralph. And let's start with some more weeknight match in a pair of TV games for Wednesday night on TV. And we'll start with the Miami O Red Hawks. Minus 17, total of 50 against Bowling Green. The money has come for the Falcons. Coming off a win over Akron. Everybody beats Akron. They beat Toledo earlier in the year, but those have been the exceptions rather than the rules for Bowling Green. Miami O has been the class in this matchup. However, this is not a point spread range that I'm comfortable with for Miami O. They've been winning by a touchdown, winning by a field goal, winning more than their fair share of close games. Are they capable of winning by margin? And is there any reason to look at this underdog, BG, this week? Coming off a win and maybe an uptick. Lesson for our viewers. My power rating has Miami 20. And that means I should be on Miami, right? Because there's a three-point difference. But I'm not. It's because you said, Teddy, you're talking about an offense that has topped 27 points against one FBS foe. And you were laying 17 points. I can't do that. You're talking about a team that's won four of their last five games. Well, guess what? In three of those last four games against Buffalo, they got outgained by 133 yards. Against Northern Illinois, they got outgained. Against Ohio, they got outgained. They win ugly. They're staying games. They don't turn the ball over. They get a timely sack and they win games. That's not the type of team I'm, I'm going to back in this situation. If I had to pick a side, I would actually bet the dog even though it's a two and a half or a three point difference for my power rating. Yeah. Uh, and, and that makes a ton of sense. Certainly we saw the very clearly last night that, you know, when Akron got wiped out by an Eastern Michigan team that none of us were comfortable laying a price with that when you get the bottom feeders, sometimes it doesn't matter. Heck look at Northwestern laying 40 and a half against UMass this week. You know, sometimes against the very worst teams, even the bad teams will find ways to succeed. I'm not convinced Bowling Green is in that category. Neither of the markets. The money today has come for the underdog and the under in this matchup. The other matching game for Tuesday is at least a battle. And this one involving some teams that are better than Bowling Green. <laughs> Toledo, minus two and a half. There are a couple of threes out there popping up. Total 54 and a half against Northern Illinois. Last time we saw the Huskies, they were getting wiped out in an ugly road loss at Central Michigan before the bye. Now they're rested and ready, in theory, against a Rocket team that playing better in November than they did earlier in the season. 
the Rockets may be six and three, but they're getting outgained on the year. And the Rockets have played the number 114 schedule. And that's so important to look at because Northern Illinois schedule is, is 20 or 25 spots higher. So, you know, I, I look at Northern Illinois and it's not a, they're clearly a team that's better. They have three wins. They're getting outgained by nine yards per game. Toledo has six wins. They're getting outgained by 18 yards per game. Toledo's numbers are worse statistically, despite having three more wins than Northern Illinois. Well, that's because Northern Illinois went to Utah, went to Nebraska, went to Vanderbilt, then had to go to Ohio, then had to go to Miami. In your first seven games, you had five road games in six weeks. Tough spot. I actually like the I actually like the visitor here with Northern Illinois. Fair enough. Worth noting the Glass Bowl as a venue is not one of the stronger home fields in college football. The Glass Bowl as a venue for a weeknight TV game, I up at two points. It's a home field that's only worth something in these conditions, and I do think that that may matter tonight against Northern Illinois. Not a game that I'm betting, Ralph. Sounds like you like the dog. I like the favorite. Neither one of us in love with the sides in this one. Let's stay college football right now. We'll talk NBA and college hoops uh, in our next segment. But we're on a roll right here. And this is one I could have used it in line movers because this has been a big uh, line move. But I thought we wanted a little more discussion here. And that, of course, Notre Dame and Navy. Nothing but Navy money. This was nine and a half, ten. Now it's seven. Total sitting at 54. Is there any value left with the middies at this number? And does Notre Dame's struggles against Navy's option attack in recent years matter this season for an Irish team coming off an impressive win at Duke? Well, I I can't answer that question if there's any value left with Navy, Teddy, because I'm on the opposite side. I am on Notre Dame. No. I bet I bet Notre Dame with the worst number already. So I thought this line would go up. Uh, I probably I probably reacted too quickly because again, this is the Irish. This is Navy. Traditionally, when you look at this series, when Notre Dame's laying a big price to Navy at home, you want to fade the Irish. When you play Navy on the road in one of those NFL stadiums, wherever they play. In, in Ireland they played or in Baltimore or in D.C., you know, whenever they have a road game at Navy, they play it at a neutral setting. You want to play on the Irish. But in this case, this line's just too attractive for me. Notre Dame has held each of their last two opponents, Virginia Tech and Duke, to a season low. Their, their rush defense has greatly improved. I think the offense is going to get, get it done. And Navy's played one of the weakest schedules in football. Yeah, their numbers are very attractive, and they have a road loss only to Memphis, one loss on the year. But you look at their year-to-date strength of schedule, and they've played absolutely nobody. So uh, I do like the Irish here. Again, you're not talking about having to prep each year for the Irish, for the, for the option. This is part of your routine. You know you're playing Navy every year. You're spending time in spring. You're spending time in summer. It, it's not as if, though, it's a one-off. I do like the Irish. I think there's value with this number, and I think there's more value with the number now that it's fallen. Yeah, at minus seven, uh, that, uh, what Ralph is saying is it's a bargain price for Notre Dame. <laughs> I think that's what he's saying anyway. Let's talk Georgia and Auburn. And this is one where I flipped. You know, my initial reaction was, boy, that price is cheap on Georgia. The more I looked at it, I was reading on this game last night. 
I don't want the Georgia side anymore. Auburn coming off the bye. Knicks, we're talking about fresh, a frost QB. He is a frost QB. By November, if you've been starting all year, guess what? You're not a frost QB anymore. And with extra time to repair, even against that defense, I think that Auburn has a chance to put points on the board. But more than anything else, I'm concerned about the Bulldogs' offense. Georgia, at no point this season, has lived up to expectations on the offensive side of the football. They struggled to move the ball against everybody. I don't think that changes here against an elite defense in a night game. What's your take? Georgia and Auburn. Bulldogs minus two and a half, minus three. Total 40 and a half. I am by no means getting to the window in this on either side. Uh, the number, the total is low, but I, I would still lean with the under. Uh, I agree with you. I've switched as well, but I switched the other way. I was thinking, I know. <laughs> you know, I I uh, think Auburn's defense can hang in because they have the better line. But I just look and, you know, Fromm and Swift, it's amazing to look at in their last five games. They've only topped 23 points one time. And that was that home game against Notre Dame. You know, 24 against Florida. So they only topped 24 that one time. But, uh, you know, I look at Knicks. He played a ranked team in Auburn, 13 of 32, 177 yards. Ranked team at A&M, 13 of 21, 106 yards. Florida, 11 of 27, 145 yards. LSU, 157 yards. Georgia has is the only team in the FBS to not have allowed a rushing touchdown. That means you get to the red zone. You're going to put the onus on on Knicks to beat you. And in that case, I'm going to back Georgia. So another one that's getting a lot of attention this week is Oklahoma and Baylor. One loss Sooners, no loss Bears, and yet Oklahoma, a double-digit road favorite in Waco, minus 10. Total of 67. Well, we came up with some TNA, Teddy, on this. And my database tells me, going all the way back to 1982, it doesn't happen very often, from week 10 or later. So a team is either going to be 8-0 with two buys, 9-0 with one buy, or 10-0 with no buys. When those teams are a home dog, they've gone 15-4-1 against the spread, 79%. Why? Quite simply, they're a disrespected ranked team. To be ranked after 10 weeks, you know you're a decent team. Uh, then I look at the Oklahoma defense. You know, you have a seven-point win against Texas. You have a one-point win against Iowa State. You lost to Kansas State. Uh, to me, yes, they have historic numbers on offense, but that back door is wide open. Uh, you have a Baylor team that doesn't make mistakes very often. I love what Rule's doing with with Baylor. You know, uh, he's bringing that same uh, mental capacity. Yeah, Baylor was off a, a triple overtime game. Maybe they shouldn't deserve to win, but that's going on the road in the Big 12. That happens. Oklahoma's that team going on the road now. So uh, I lean Baylor in this, and I, I think the back doors, you know, the back doors always open when you're talking about Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. It's bears or pass for this better, Ralph. I am concerned about the fact that Baylor coming off a triple OT game and they punch all year, they punch back. And I worry if Oklahoma slaps them early that it could get ugly. I don't know that I get to the betting window with the Baylor Bears this week, but if I was going to play this game, that is the only way I could look. And obviously, your TNA says it's backed by a 79% angle dating back to 1982. 
that's worth something. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You can find me on Twitter at Teddy underscore covers. I encourage you to follow. Uh, I'm a decent follow. Sometimes I say funny stuff. Uh, most of the time it's just gambling info. Ralph's a really good follow at Cal Sports LV. He tweets out trends and angles literally every day and stuff that you want to have in your database and in your repertoire. I encourage you to follow Ralph today. You definitely want to be following Sports Grid Network on YouTube, all the fantasy and sports wagering all the time. And on Instagram, Sports Grid Network on YouTube, at Sports Grid TV on Instagram. Again, Sports Grid Network on YouTube, at Sports Grid TV on Instagram. Follow today, and that way you'll get access to all of these shows, clips, notices when we go live, et cetera, et cetera. 
It's worth doing. Doesn't take two minutes. Do it right now. Let's talk some NBA for tonight. We've done a pretty good deep dive into college football for tonight and for the weekend. We'll do more college football on tomorrow's show. We're talking a little NFL in a moment. But let's spend a few minutes here on the Wednesday night hoops card. And we'll start with what looks to me like the marquee matchup of the night. Well, it doesn't look to me. It is the marquee matchup of the night. The Houston Rockets and the L.A. Clippers don't know yet if Paul George is going to make his season debut for the Clips tonight. Underrated injury for L.A. and Landry Shamay, who is hurt, key, reserve, and instant offense for them off the bench. They will miss him while he's out. Rockets. Minus two, minus two and a half total in the 234 range against the Clips. But unfortunately, Ralph, we don't know if Paul George is going to play or not. And let me make this very clear. If George is on the floor making his debut for the Clippers tonight, they are not a bet on team. It'll take a game or two or three for them to adjust to having a superstar in the lineup with them. However, if George sits, The money's going to pour in on the Rockets. And guess what? The Clips will be every bit as good as they've been all year, which is better than Houston. Surprising, they're underdogs in this one. Any take on Rockets and Clippers, Ralph Michaels? No, but I think it's less than that I'm just going to repeat, Teddy. While, While Joe Public would think, oh, Paul George is back, the Clippers are better with him. You just explained why the exact opposite is true. You need some continuity. You know, the the perfect team is Houston. You add Westbrook to Harden. Was there continuity early? Heck no. They'd fail to cover five or six in their first game. Adding Paul George to the mix changes the rotation, changes the schemes, and a team is out of sync. So uh, to me, great lesson for people that are just new to betting or perhaps misanalyze games. But, you know, watching Harden play is something special. What, 39 more points? And through the first 10 games this year, no one has top, no one has scored more than he has in over 50 years in the NBA. Sure. Let's talk one more in the NBA, Lakers and the Warriors. And look, Golden State's going to be on TV all the time. They're going to be on ESPN. They're going to be on NBA TV. They're going to be NBA on TNT. They get a bajillion TV games. So we're going to get, we got to get used to this. Like, what do we do with the Warriors when we're going to say this? The single worst power-rated team in the NBA, from first to last, okay? That's where Golden State is right now, all right? They're below Memphis. They're below Charlotte. They are at the very bottom of the NBA. Lakers are laying eight on the second night of back-to-back against them. Total 220. And I talked about the Lakers yesterday. I say, hey, kind of like Lakers in Phoenix tonight because of their three-point defense. The Suns hit threes last night. They didn't a bunch of them. They had 11 uh, in the third quarter. I'm like, oh, wow. Uh, But L.A. made all the plays down the stretch. It's what they've been doing, and they got stops down the stretch. They won't have Anthony Davis this evening. But the broader question for me, and we have seen some under money, which surprised me. I'm not convinced Anthony Davis, him being out of the lineup, makes the Lakers an under team. I think without their rim protector, despite his offense, that the game might be a little bit more faster-paced and free-flowing. All that said, um, the broader question is, what do we do with the Golden State Warriors, ranked dead last in the NBA? I only catch an eight here. Like I said, we've seen a little bit of under money. Total bet down now to 219, even 218.5s are popping up. 
Teddy, while you were talking and asked that question, I went to my database and I ran some numbers. So even when you handicap and even when you think you might be onto something, the numbers tell the truth. You were saying, what do we do with the Warriors? And my thought was, well, when teams are off wins, they may just be saying looking past the Warriors and not looking to blow them out. When teams are off a loss, might they focus more on on playing the Warriors? We're talking a small sample size, but uh, since November 1st, those teams that have been off a straight-up loss facing the Warriors have gone on 0-3 against the spread. So my thought holds no weight at this point in time. <laughs> that, that is a small sample size, and the Lakers are off a win, and they are also on the second night of back-to-backs off a hard-fought victory in Phoenix. Let's talk a little college hoops, Ralph. There's one you wanted to bring up, and we spent a lot of time with the marquee matchups. In college basketball, we will not spend all our time with marquee matchups. It's the mid-majors where the money is there to be made. Let's talk about Illinois-Chicago and Ball State for this evening. You said it, Teddy. There's many more attractive games. But when we get to college basketball, which I consider my specialty, I will give you a game that I actually bet when there's enough games and I actually bet a game. I did already bet Illinois-Chicago plus. I bet him plus five. It went down to four and a half. Now there's some fours. I have Illinois-Chicago power rated as a better team than Ball State. Both teams return over 80% of their minutes played. I had Illinois-Chicago a better team at the end of last year. I think this line is so inflated because of what happened last week. Ball State got blown out in the first half against Evansville. They had a huge comeback and only lost by four. Illinois-Chicago played Memphis. The entire world knew about Weissman. He will play, he won't play, he will play, he won't play. Everyone was focused on Memphis that day. Everyone knows Illinois-Chicago got their tails blown off. I like Illinois-Chicago to win this game outright and just one trend to go. My play is not based on this trend, but it's something I looked up because of the situation and I just want to share. In college basketball, when a team was down by over 20 points at halftime, and loses by less than four. So they made a valiant comeback. They extended a lot of effort, and they lost by four or fewer points. In the last 10 years, they've only been a 33% play, so a 66% fade. Again, that's a team in their previous game, down by over 20 at half, and end up losing the game by four or less. So that's certainly an angle that makes a whole lot of sense. It's not the only angle you've got for us in college hoops for tonight. Ralph's College Hoops TNA. Trends and angles. Get your mind out of the gutter, guys. Ralph, I love this work. What do you have for this evening? This isn't a game I bet, but I love the situation. And again, we're just we're not telling you this angle or system to use today to bet today. We're telling it to you so it helps you make become a better handicapper. Think about situations that occur and what happens when those situations occur. Well, this is in November. In November, when you have a home team that is off a loss as a favorite against an opponent who's off a win as a dog, so often people think, oh my gosh, this team's going to respond. They were a favorite. They lost. They're going to bounce back. Well, there's so much uncertainty in November. We don't know how good that team really was. We don't know how good that opponent really was. So if you have a team like BYU tonight that lost their last game as a favorite, they're now 
a at home this today against Southern Utah. Southern Utah's off a straight up win as a dog. Those favorites have gone eight and twenty-five against the spread, twenty-four point two percent. And again, another system that makes sense for me, and I just want to share it. Let's talk NFL. And that is a system that makes a ton of sense, especially in November, because the teams that lose as favorites in November, guess what? Maybe they're just not as good as you thought they were going to be. And when you're talking about 25 and 8 ATS, 75% against the number, that's maybe a trend and angle to worth uh, paying attention to. BYU, not a team I will lay double digits with this evening. Okay, there's some really big games in the NFL this week, and I don't know if there's anyone bigger than this one. That would be the New England Patriots, minus three and a half, 44 and a half on the road at Philadelphia in Super Bowl revenge from two years ago, I guess. You know, Brady, the, the quotes in the media are like, oh, Brady's looking at New England or <laughs> Philly. They beat us. Patriots off a loss and a bye. Boy, that sounds like a good ATS situation, Ralph. But it's not like Philly hasn't shown signs this season. It's not like Philly isn't in position to take control of this division if they can pull off another win uh, against Tom Brady and company. Have any early week thoughts on the Eagles and the Pats? Well, let's let's talk about the Patriots off a bye. Going back to 2011, when New England is off a bye, they've gone 14 and 7 against the spread, including 7 and 1 their last eight. Now, let's talk about Belichick and Brady off a loss. You talked about looking back at Alabama off a loss. Yes, New England has many more losses than Alabama, but the mentality is still the same. When I ran New England off a loss, their record was 67% since 2001. But looking through the data, I found that there were many games, weeks 16 and 17, when perhaps New England was resting, they already had locked up home field advantage. So when I ran New England off a loss prior to week 13, meaningful games, which they still had a win, They've gone 34 and 11 against the spread, covering 76% of those games. That's sick. And, you know, there's a lot of things I liked about Philadelphia in this game. But every time I make a case against the Patriots, I take that case and I shove it in the bottom of my file. I don't make the bet. And it cost me against Baltimore. It's probably saved me five other bets. I don't think New England's as good as their statistical profile. I wouldn't be shocked at all if they lose in Philadelphia this week. But I ain't going to bet it. I've gotten my rear end handed to me many times betting against Brady and Belichick. And when you're talking about 67% off a buy and 70-something percent off a loss, and they're both, that's a little bit too strong for me to stand in front of. This is a case where the trends and angles are going to take me off a play What I was leaning towards. I'm not going to get to the betting window, certainly not at this price range, with Philadelphia. Hey, Teddy, you know, uh, some might think Matt Ryan plays defense. Matt Ryan was out. All of a sudden, Matt Ryan comes back. And the Atlanta Falcons, who had seven sacks in their first eight games, had six sacks last week. What the world is going on with the Falcons pulling the upset? They are now getting five and a half with a total of 49 and a half at the Carolina Panthers. 
And boy, this is some market respect for Atlanta. You know, look ahead line here was touchdown or higher everywhere. It's not like Carolina played a bad game in Green Bay. You know, they, they actually exceeded my expectation that ball. And even though they did not win or cover, they came up a half yard short of both. Um, uh, you know, on that McCaffrey run on fourth down. Allen's making plays against good defense. And McCaffrey's running the football against everybody right now. And yet, here's the total. You know, the game, five, five and a half uh, with Carolina over Atlanta, which tells us that the betting markets have already adjusted for what the Falcons did last week. And they did. They had a heck of a game <laughs> against New Orleans. They were surprised after the game by how much success they had on the defensive side of the football. Doing it two weeks in a row, not necessarily going to be easy, although you can understand why the markets have moved in their direction. We've talked gentlemen's clubs. We've talked sports books. We're going to talk steakhouses next right here on Wager Talk. Stay tuned. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. 
So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. We're here in the home stretch of Wager Talk. Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels breaking down the world of sports and sports betting for you on a Wednesday. And this week, Ralph, we've been closing out the show with some Vegas lifestyle stuff. We talked about the best sports books in Las Vegas. We talked about the best gentlemen's clubs in Las Vegas. And it's always a trifecta. Whenever people are asking me about Vegas, they want to know what the what sports book do I hang out in, what strip club do I go to, and what steakhouse do I eat at. This is the one thing I'm going to say. Do not go to any chain. Don't go to a chain in Vegas. I know they're good chains. I know Morton's is a great steak. We ate at Smith and Walensky's the other night at Venetian, and it was probably the worst steak I've had in Las Vegas in 20 years. Okay, don't go to the chains. And nothing against Smith and Walensky's, but the best steaks in Vegas come from the unique steakhouses. And there's two I want to talk about. Old-timey places. Places you can take your wife or your girlfriend, have a nice romantic dinner, and places where if you want a feel for old Vegas, you want to have a real old-time business meeting or something like that, dynamite. Number one, Circus Circus Steakhouse, old school, fantastic, always good. You're going to spend two or three hours there. You will have a fine time and enjoy the atmosphere. The other one, Hugo's at the Four Queens. This might be the best one in Vegas. I always have a great time there. Uh, my wife loves it. Everyone I've taken to has loved it. They make the salads in front of you. It's, I mean, it really is a classy joint. Circus Circus Steakhouse and Hugo's, that's my choices. What do you got, Ralph? What are your favorite steakhouses here in Las Vegas? Teddy, mine are a little newer, but, you know, those are downtown. You know, you talk about Hugo's, the Four Queens. Andiamo's at the D, to me, is just a quality old-school restaurant. They do it right. And a little more modern, but I'll tell you what, it shouldn't be discounted. Joe Seafood uh, Prime Steak and Stone Crab. Yes, it's the same Joe's that's located in Miami. They're in the forum shops at Caesars. So you don't get that decor yes, of the Golden Steer or Circus Circus. But for someone that wants some something from every type of food style, Joe's is an awesome place. Agree wholeheartedly. No, no hesitation recommending Joe's the Seafood Prime Steak and Stone Crab. That place is awesome. It's also a little pricey. Stay tuned for At the Window with Drew Martin and Sean Guastamacchia coming up next. Thank you for spending time out of your busy day to hang out with Ralph and I. Wager Talk will be back in 23 hours. Enjoy the games and good luck.